am the home inspector from Home Inspection Services. Uh, we are based out of California, uh, Sacramento, at the end of Sacramento and Elk Grove area. We also service 100 miles out to as far as San Francisco, actually. Uh, even farther, I've been to Half Moon Bay, which is a beautiful area. And uh, we service pretty much 100 miles in all directions. And there's a lot of different people who have uh, used us from home to commercial inspections, uh, from like you know just big giant businesses in Sacramento, Yuba City, Lincoln. Uh, we've done coffee shops and we've done new warehouses being built on properties, which is very common lately. Actually, a lot of people are are getting these 3,800 to 4,000 square foot um, metal, just giant metal buildings attached onto their land and it's just really easy to build and just very local well anyway i have been doing the home inspection business for 14 years i don't think i mentioned this in any of my other podcasts but it's really good to be back uh we have been on vacation i didn't mention that in my last podcast and i am so sorry about that uh yeah we went on vacation for about almost half a month um, me and my wife, we were doing some fundraising for a company, uh, the Lions Club. It's a, a woman's uh, club, basically, and they do a lot of different things from um, helping children who are in group homes or foster care uh, get presents for Christmas, to have a good Thanksgiving, and um, to enjoy new costumes for the Halloween season. And, you know, we were all over the place, um, me and my wife. We kind of just started in Sacramento and just went all the way out um, to near Ohio, to the edge of uh, California border, and I was impressed. I haven't really been out that far before. I I've just didn't know what that area holds. Uh, California is, is pretty big, and the farther west you go, um, you get a lot to, you know, it's all ocean there. So you get a lot of Bay Area people, um, Monterey, Sounds Obispo, uh, was one of the main areas, key areas that we went to that were just an incredible sight to see. Great people, a lot of very intelligent people. We saw some psychiatrists, talked with them about joining, um, the Lions Club. It's in the whole United States, so but mostly in California, uh, northern area, northern California, Sacramento, and as far as um, Oakland, so Berkeley. So we were out uh, doing a lot of fundraising and uh, helping children um, for this coming season. It's it's a good thing, and, and I, if you haven't done it before, I just suggest that you know just giving a little bit or just going in. And uh, meeting with these ladies, and and they have these huge dinner banquets. It's like thirty six dollars, and uh, you sit at a table with ten other people, um, and they just keep bringing food. I mean, they keep bringing and bringing food. They have different types of um, uh, people who go on board uh, on the stand, and one of them was the president of the Camilla for this chapter, and she was very very nice, and she went over. Some of the um, different types of fundraising we're doing for this winter season, and I just I just love meeting new people. Yeah, excuse me. 
So, I get asked recently, and a lot about commercials, so I thought I would talk a little bit about commercial inspections. I don't think I've, I've gone that far into it. Commercial inspections are are something of um of an interesting uh, inspection because it's not like a home inspection. You don't just go in and you have to see how many rooms it has, and then you know you do the same thing you would for a home inspection. It's a lot different. With a commercial inspection, it's mostly focused on uh, the location. Of the actual business, so we do take street uh, pictures, identify where it's located, uh, if it's a good, you know, area. Uh, we take a picture of the surrounding area, and we also identify uh, exterior of the structure. So in this instance, the structure I'll be talking about today, let's call it um, just a coffee shop. I won't say the name. And no, it's not one of the most famous coffee shops in the world, or yeah, in the world. <laughs> but but let's just say it's a really it's a family-owned business. Now, with this coffee shop, uh, it is in an area where it's attached to other buildings, so you can't just do the full building because you know it's got other buildings and other offices and so forth attached to it. So normally what you do is you would just do the inspection of the exterior of that one section. So if there's three businesses to the left and two to the right, you focus on the one business that you're inspecting and you check the outside, the roof, and the back. You want to also check the gas, the electrical, water intake, and so forth. Identifying exactly what the business is, um, is the number one, like, if it's a coffee shop or if it's a laundromat or if it's um, a business that sells shoes, you want to make sure that's also in a good location. So you need to take a street picture. Now what this does is it gives the corresponding area a look for the buyer, possible owner, of what the area looks like. If there's a lot of trash, because most of the time people who purchase these commercial buildings they don't live in the same area. It's very, very common they live in a different area and they're just doing investments. So they're just, you know, going to buy the property. Someone else is going to take over the management of the property and then they just come check on it maybe twice to three times a year. It's very common. So in this instance, this coffee shop, um, we're going to check the ceiling interior Excuse me, I guess I'm a little thirsty today. Um, check the interior, ceiling, floors, walls, bathrooms, um, and then if it has a, a kitchen area or a back room, bakery area, and so forth, check that as well. So focusing on a business uh, and a business inspection, we need to identify uh, what kind of walls there is. You know, if the walls are going to be thin, uh, if they're insulated, uh, if they're non-insulated, if it's a metal building, if it's an open, uh, so open would be like you go inside and uh, there's no walls. It's just a huge open room. Well, an instance like that, you're probably looking more like at a shoe store. Um, if it's a coffee shop, you're looking more like um, an office building. So an office building would be set up to run as a coffee shop. 
and in so you need to treat it as such. So each room individually. Uh, insulation, um, the ceiling will be different. Ceiling is going to be run um, as a non-insulated pixeled uh, roof material, which is fiberglass or or uh, some type of styrofoam. And you lift it up, and inside you'll have metal beams squared, and you'll have an upper portion where the HVAC is installed. Uh, if excuse me, but if the, if it's not the HVAC's interior, the HVAC could also be on the roof. An all-in-one system is what they call it. This is common with um, bigger aspect buildings. And if it's a coffee shop, it may have a burner. This is a, also known as a roaster. So it's a bean roaster. They, they would uh, burn the, ro- the beans in a certain type of gas system where then I would have to inspect the ventilation uh, for the structure. If there is an area where customers come in, no gas or piping systems can be intervened in that area. So it gets a little bit different, you know, than a home. You need to know what you're looking for, uh, safety issues and features. You also need to identify if... um, there is going to be any safety issues uh, where no carbon monoxide or smoke detectors are located. Uh, exits have to be one of each side, back and front. Exit doors for the bathrooms have to be also have an exit sign on it. Uh, green or red. So you have to identify a lot of different tri- uh, things within the business aspect of a building. Exterior has to be either a fire retardant or a um, wall. Each wall has to be individualized as a fire retardant um, at least 45 minutes to one hour, which would be sheetrock. If sheetrock is not present, uh, then it has to be either a metal fixtured uh, wall barrier with a fire retardant or fire resistant from building a building. This is very common when it comes down to buildings that are connected um, I don't have to go into the next building to identify but you can if you want to you can just say I'm just going to go into this building next door and let them know you know, and then talk to the owner of the next door building if it's open uh, it's been a while since I've been on a podcast um, I've noticed podcasts are a bit different when you're doing podcasting you know you have to make sure that you're, you're um your voice is ready for it. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't have my full uh, bronchial voice right now. Because when you do, you feel like you can talk forever. It's not easy being a podcaster either. Ah, I've been doing so much talking um, within the first week. And then now I've been quiet within the second week. So I have to get used to talking again. But I'm really glad that I'm I'm back on uh, the podcast. It, it gets it's a little lonely not knowing that I'm I'm you know when I'm not doing it I, I feel a little lonely like I need to get back on it. Uh, I think it's been like two or three weeks since I've been on a podcast. I've been trying to get more people on the podcast, but every time I do, like my friend 
uh, Dylan from, he's another home inspector, uh, he's always too busy. He's becoming, um, I think he wants to become an appraiser. So he's been a little uh, preoccupied. He has all this training he has to do and he's behind. And then the home inspection business in California has kind of uh, slowed down. I mean, we don't have a lot of home inspections right now because of the, you know, the market is uh, it's too high. You know, the the feds raised the the rates to like eight percent, so no one wants to buy a home right now, not in California at least. Yeah, so it's been it's been pretty crazy, and I really wish that um, I would have had some warning. Because no one knew it was going to be so slow. You know, we, we didn't know this. It just happened. It just hit us. But I'm hoping that uh, the market kicks back. This is kind of like the slow season anyway. So I was a little prepared. Um, but I'm hoping that the market kicks back again. Because it's too slow. I really want more work. So I've just been doing a lot of uh, online work. Uh, identifying, making sure that I'm uh, keeping my presence known, and I'm on Facebook now, so we have a whole thing. Um, I don't recommend Facebook, but it's, or I guess it's meta now, but it's something that um, does help with the people near my area and identify, you know, who I'm going to um, help out for the home inspection. So I'm, I'm also putting my stuff out there online. Now, on meta previously known as Facebook, we have a home inspection class coming up. Um, it's going to speak about the different things of what home inspection is, what we do and, and how we're doing it. Um, I'll be providing a lot of details in the class. It is, is it a live class, so I will be... Um, doing a live zoom or facebook live and so everybody can see me and ask questions and all that good stuff and i am going to um answer questions within the thir first 30 minutes it's an hour class and then at the end of the class i'll also answer questions so if you want to join go ahead and go to uh, uh, your facebook or your meta page and uh, look up home inspection services LLC, and then you'll come up with my company name, and my face will be on the host, um, and we also have a few pictures within the Facebook page, and uh, you can meet me, um, and you can ask questions, and we can go over everything about what you have uh, questions about, if you're a, a realtor or potential buyer or I mean if you're whatever you want to ask go ahead and ask I also just started with solar so our company is also providing solar throughout California if you have questions about solar and what it is um, or how it works for you or how it could help you let me know I can also help you identify uh, what solar is in detail uh, the solar that we are working with uh, is with Synergy. So Synergy is a company that's been around for about over 30 years. We decided to work with them uh, due to all the other companies out there because Synergy uh, does show a lot more customer service and help. 
with solar and to their customers. Why other companies I've noticed are just worried about the cell. They just want to make the cell and that's it. They're done. Uh, I want a company that's willing to work with the customers even after the sell. If we have a sell, I'm going to be able to talk with the customers, help them through every detail, focus on them, and not worry about you know them trying to find out uh, by calling a bunch of numbers. You know they'll be able to get a hold of me anytime uh, after in, before 8 p.m. and after 8 a.m. So I'm hoping to help people with solar and focus on. Um, you know, everyone in California has been hurting because of electrical and electricity and PG&E. And that's why I want to, I'm getting into solar. Our company really needs to help more. And this is the best way. At the same time, most providing discounts in, um, termite inspections right now. And it's the winter season. We want to help everybody as best we can. So helping people with termite inspections is really good. I'll have more information on the class later for the Facebook or the Meta. Um, and then you can go to the Meta or previously known as Facebook and look us up and you can get more uh, information, ask questions directly. I, I really appreciate everybody out there and I know you're, you're probably learning more about uh, home inspections uh, from you know other sources as well and other podcasts. I really appreciate you coming over to my, my podcast. The Home Inspection Network is not only about home inspections. We're also about everything with the home. Uh, from water, piping systems, um, to help you with your installation issue. Uh, if you're buying a house, selling a house, uh, learning about a house, or learning about your own house. Always here to help. And there's a lot of things out there that um, can also help you learn. Uh, reading online about um, to keep your home safe and your family safe. Always check with your uh, local fire department. And don't forget to check your uh, fire sprinkler system once a year. Every home built after 2017 has an in-home fire sprinkler system uh, in California. And it's good to have those checked at least once a year. By checking the pressure gauge, either inside your garage or outside of the home where your main water is. This will help identify if you need to depressurize the system. If you don't depressurize the system, you're going to have a lot of issues inside the house where the fire sprinkler um, lines will start to leak or overpressurization can happen. And this has been a pretty big thing that's been going on lately in some of the homes I've been inspecting. So uh, let's go ahead and go into more commercial. Commercial property uh, is, is difficult because you need to make sure that when you're inspecting, uh, you're definitely checking out the heating system and the AC or the cooling system, depending on where you're at. If you do not check these systems, you could end up with a pretty big issue, lawsuits and so forth. So definitely want to check them and make sure they are functional. Um, Walk on the roof if it's a flat roof, if it's possible. If no access to the roof is uh, capable, then a drone is your next best friend. Also, with the commercial buildings or, um, in this case, the uh, coffee shop, you'll need to identify 
that there's no additional issues and there is the water sprinkler system. There's no additional issues with that. Uh, depressurization, checking the line. Uh, it will always have a gauge to check for the PSI, uh, pressures uh, per second or per inch, to identify if it's being overpressured or underpressured. Um, and it runs by 1,000 PSI. So uh, each number starting from 15 to 150 uh, is the pressure uh, instance to 10,000 PSI. So definitely want to double check everything. And um, you, if you need help, there's a gauge or a book you can read about online. Uh, they can definitely help you with that. Yeah, so if you ever want to know what a home inspection or commercial inspection is or identify with others and kind of learn more about what everything is, uh, you can check out our Facebook page and we'll go over everything with you. Um, the class that I'm presenting on Facebook and I'll do a live show here, um, I think Friday. So Friday the 14th of October. Um, I think I'm going to, I will let you know before then. So probably Thursday I'll do another podcast and then I'll let you know if I'm doing a live show. And the live show, I mean, you can, doesn't matter where you are, you can check in, ask questions. Um, <laughs> if it's in a different language, I, I understand it would be hard for me to translate on the spot. Um, I'll do the best I can for some. I do have, my, my wife does speak um, two different languages. So uh, maybe I can have her near near the, the whole live cast thing. I have a, a new microphone, that the Yeti. So I'm hoping it will present a live um, broadcast with clarity and provide a really good recording. I know that my, this is the new S22 Ultra 5G that I've been using for some of my podcasts and I've been using the Yeti for the latest ones and it's really helped a lot. I, I noticed the clarity in it. But if you really want to know more about the class and in the live show, um, please be here and then I can go over a lot more with you and any questions you have, I, every country is different. I am familiar with three different countries that have um, architectural design, like, uh, like I was saying before, Australia, um, Canada, um, some places in Argentina, uh, the Philippines, and um, areas of Africa, including... Um, Egypt and Southern Africa near Nigeria. Uh, I can identify the homes, uh, how they're built, and um, I can't go over your codes and regulations you have for your countries, but I can go over how a structure is supposed to withstand and and what you need to, to and what you need to do if you want to like either build on it, make it better. I don't know exactly. Some people maybe want to build a home in another country. Uh, it's cheaper that way. And that is very common, like in Malaysia, for example, uh, near Sabah. I've noticed that when I went there, 
that a lot of homes were being built uh, from Americans or other people in other countries um, because it was just cheaper. Like 227000 builds you a three-story, 3,600-square-foot house in, in Sabah at the time that I went, which was about two or three years ago. Uh, so it would have been, you know, a lot, I should have four years ago, three or four years ago, but it would have been a lot, it's a lot cheaper, you know, the same thing with the Philippines, buying a house or creating a house in the Philippines is a lot cheaper as well. And this will help, um, present you with a lot of, uh, loopholes that you normally wouldn't have to worry about if you are like in the USA, because we have a lot of laws and regulations in California. So building a home in California minimum, um, just the permits alone is two thirty six to three hundred and twenty three thousand. That's to build a new, brand new scratch home in California. So that's just the permit uh, for the permit, and then for the house itself is going to be the wood, um, of course, the labor, and um, you'll need to get an architect or have a, a design ready. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and, and keep going. Um, so with the California homes, we have seen a huge rise um, in some commercial marketing. So even though the commercial market is, is getting really, really big, we want to make sure that we are still in um, in the you know business for home inspections and commercial. So I've been doing some inspections here and there for like um, – Big, bigger homes, uh, and then some commercial has been coming up now too. And it's not common that the winter time is more commercial. It's more common that the um, commercial homes come in during the summertime because that's when the investors really want to make the money. So it's very interesting, and I'm very surprised actually because I have been getting hit lately with with these. But ever since we did the um, the fundraiser, I, I wasn't. I wasn't too worried about the home inspection market, even though in California it's a bit lower than it's been in the last, I don't know, like two years probably. It's a lot slower than it's ever been. Um, but it's mostly because of the rates, you know, 8% in California. So commercial inspections, of course, we want to identify all the stuff inside the commercial property. And, uh, if, you know, if there's countertops, whatever, we just go around. But we're basically what we're doing is we're checking the water pressure outside and inside, identifying if there's any key areas um, of interest. Like, okay, so the kitchen has to have a door to or uh, some type of entrance with a cover. Um, that way, if something was like a fire or whatever, it would be... Um, apprehended by a door or a structure to kind of hold it in. Uh, so in most restaurants, you'll have a flapping open and closed door. And that's normal. Um, that's kind of what we're looking for. And then uh, the back entrance of the kitchen has to also have a door for the kitchen staff to exit if there's a fire in the front of the area. So exits are going to be like your best friend. So any commercial inspection, you're just going to check all the exits. That's like the second thing. So first you're going to do the exterior, then you're going to do the exits, then you're going to do the roof. And then after you do the roof, you're going to, if you can't get on the roof, you're going to use a drone. Um, and then once that's done, you're going to go inside. You're going to inspect the windows to make sure the windows are either double pane or sealed, a uh, single pane. 
um, you know, check to make sure there's no cracking abrasions. They're still, uh, they're using, yeah, silicone, either a clear or a white silicone along the window edges. Identify any key issues with the wall texture, um, making sure that it's either a fire retardant or fireproofed uh, interior. Now, like I said, you can go into the other businesses next door to it if they're open and identify from there just by looking over. It'll be a different texture, so sometimes it's really hard to tell. Um, but it just in most time, it's fireproofed. Uh, then the ceiling. You're going to lift up the, the ceiling uh, squares. Usually they're like a, a two by three or a three by three and very rarely four by four. But you're going to lift that up and check to see if it's a low hang or a high hang interior um, metal structured in where the HVAC normally would be or if the HVAC's on the roof. If it is, then you just use a ladder and just crawl up there and you can see the whole thing from there. Um, I have found a lot of um, rat droppings in that area. So it's very cautiously, uh, I, I open it because <laughs> you never know. Um, and you can tell if, if there's been, you know, mouse or rat activity, they'll, they'll, they'll like be focused around the insulation and the ducting system. So if it's a high rise, basically how it works is you walk into the building, you have the little squares, the styrofoam squares. Um, and you'll get on your ladder and you'll lift up one of the squares and then you'll see all these like beams holding down, um, where the, where the ceiling is. It's like they, they create it, uh, using a square method. It's just like, they just go off the whole thing and they have these little inlets where you put in the foam covers and then you'll have these high beams that go that crisscross up towards the upper portion of the building. And then you can see if that where the vents are, and you can see exactly where the activity would be if mouse or rats are in that area. So those would be safety and hazards, of course. Um, and then once that's identified, uh, you can actually go to the insulation areas in the ducts, and you can see if the ducts have little like chew marks in it. If it does, then you could probably put some, you know, have the pest control come in and. Put traps around that area. Um, back of the structure, you should have uh, two things. The dumpster within a certain distance from the structure uh, or a dumpster area, which is usually like, a, <clears throat> excuse me. And this area, it's this coffee shop is, with, is within a building where it shares a garbage area, like a building, a small garbage building. Uh, with three other uh, units, so three other business comp you know businesses were all sharing one garbage. That's pretty common for certain places. So other places they'll have their own. Each will have their own garbage. It really depends on how much they have. If they have a lot, then what's going to happen is um, the company will just sign with the waste de department to have their own. It's kind of expensive though, and you got to be careful. You know, people will legally dump in it, so yeah, you can get fined. If they dump like paint and stuff. Um, also, the kitchen area of a commercial is a bit different. Of course, if it's like a, a fast food place, you're going to have, you know, grease and so forth. If it's not fast food, then you're just going to have a basic kitchen with a three sink inlet. One wash, one rinse, and 
one uh oh it's a it's a wash a wash sanitize rinse and that will on the right side of that or they have a, a dishwasher it's a just like a very expensive dishwasher uh you put a tray in you pull down and it washes and then it finishes and you lift up and you pull out the other side you'll check those as well um water pressure of course uh gas gas lines um, making sure there's no gas leaks by doing a gas detection, uh, exterior and, and interior. HVAC systems, if it's a uh, vertical or horizontal HVAC system, usually on the roof or uh, inside the ceiling area, if it's a high-rise. Um, and pretty much that's that's the base of it. Each room, if there's a bathroom, you have to check the bathroom, of course, make sure it's it's in good order. Pictures are taken for every area, of course. Um, and then that way you can identify if there's any, you know, key issues later. If you get home and you look at the re- all the pictures and you're putting them into the report. So it, it's it's a bit different. Um, but it has some of the same areas and stuff that you wouldn't normally look at in a home. It's just, it's a business and... The heating and AC system, even though you don't check what the air is, you just have to turn it on. You'd have to check the power. <clears throat> so, excuse me, the power consumption of a business is usually a four-wire method instead of a three-wire method. What that means is they'll have an electrical in, which is the power. Uh, usually, it's like a hot in. You'll have your uh, neutral, and then you'll have your ground. So on every house, you'll have those three bases. Just one white, one black, and then you'll have your um, copper for your ground. That's just a straight copper. Now, with a commercial building or uh, this coffee shop, you're going to have four coming in. So you'll have a white hot uh a white hot neutral ground and the four wires will enter two wires will intertwine the hot hot inside the main wiring system where the amperage is so identifying how many amps the building has um if 1400 square foot building each one will have their own of usually anywhere from 100 amp to 150 amp very rarely you'll see a 200 amp for a 1400 if it's a 2000 to 3000 square foot commercial building you'll have anywhere from 200 to uh, the 400 amp and some commercials over 5000 will be multi um, so it's one commercial building with multiple companies inside will have um, individual uh, sections so left quadrant 200 right quadrant 200 or some even have floors if it's two three four five six seven eight nine floors uh, then each floor would be on its own breaker uh, so own amp system so 100 amp floor one 200 amp floor two or all 100s it really depends um, multi-businesses are very uncommon to do inspections with we, you can do it, like an apartment, hotels, 
you know, even though those are technically not commercial, they are considered commercial if it's over four buildings in multi. So if you're doing a multifamily home, it could, if it's five families, five different buildings, it's now considered commercial over 5,200 square feet, 4,800, 5,200 square feet. So now it's commercial. Uh, and on commercial, you don't charge the same amount. So on a commercial, you're going to charge the commercial rate of either hourly, $125 per hour, or, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you'll do the square footage of uh, 4,800 square feet at $700 plus the 125 hour for two hours. So in all in all, you're probably doing um, a one about $1,000 for 4,800 square feet. No, I'm sorry, 3,500 square feet commercial because it's going to be two hours at $700 of $3,500. So yeah, it's a bit different in the process of charging. So when you do buy a commercial building and you're buying it for $1.4 million or you're buying it for $700,000 and your inspection cost is $1,000, uh, it's just not as much, you know, compared to what you're purchasing. And it's a very big, big purchase. So you want to make sure it's done correctly. So you want to find an inspector head who has done commercial building inspections before by asking them simple questions. Of course, I like that simple question thing. Um, you definitely want to ask them about the wire method. This is something that only commercial inspectors would know about. The incoming wire method for a commercial is four and incoming wire method for a house is three. Very few commercial buildings will have three. So that's definitely could be number one question. You can say, yeah, I'm familiar with some commercial buildings and the electrical. Um, do you know what wire method that they're using? You know, if it's coming into the commercial building, is it three or four or five or what? And if the inspector says three, then you know that they're wrong and they're not good for you. If they say five, you know they're wrong and they're not good for you. You don't even have to give a number. You can just see if they'll know. Um, they may not even know what you're talking about because they then that means they're not a commercial inspector. If they are a commercial inspector, they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course, it's a four-wire method. That's normal for these buildings. And then there you go. You have yourself a good inspector. Also, another good question to ask is, how long does it take to do a commercial inspection? Simple, very simple, uh, anywhere from one to three hours. It depends on the square footage. If it's a 2,000 square foot commercial building, it's more likely going to take about two hours. If it's a 1,000 square foot to 1,400 square foot, it should take about one to one and a half hours. If it's a 5,000 square foot, it's going to take about anywhere from six to eight hours. And these are very good questions to ask because only a commercial inspector will know the exact amount of hours because they're, they've done it before. If they're not a commercial inspector, then they won't know how many hours and they'll probably under by saying, oh, three to four hours. Well, then you know for a fact they don't know what they're talking about and you can just sign them off on not using them. So I'm really happy to tell you about that. And that's something that I really want people to know that the commercial inspectors to home inspectors, they are a bit different. And if you find someone who's done home inspections and they also do commercial inspections, then yeah, that's, that's us and a few other companies because not everybody 
who's doing the home inspections are going to jump in and do the commercial inspections or even do it right. And yeah, I definitely want you to know that it's this is a very big investment and you want to make sure you're getting the right people for it. So always ask your questions. Make sure you know who you have and definitely give them a, a, you know some time and talk with them and identify who you are hiring. And I want to make sure that uh, everybody out there knows exactly you know who they're hiring and making sure you're getting the professional and not these fake people who say they have a company and know nothing about it and just taking your money. It's been happening a lot lately and I feel really bad that people are getting their money taken by these non-inspectors and you know they get away with it you know and you they try to sue them but they can't because they can't get a hold of them or whatever um so yeah we're almost out of time here and i just wanted to uh get back into the podcasting for everybody this is episode 10 uh podcast of commercial inspections and i i'm gonna have a class soon um on facebook or meta and then we'll be able to go through that um i didn't get the music going again for some weird reason so let me see why the music's not working <laughs> i'm about to end the show and i don't have any music so I'm, I'm sorry about that let me see the music stopped working i don't know why I will just end the show here and say thank you so much for listening and I will be back soon in two days to give you more information on how we're going to uh, do the live session on Friday, if it will be on Friday. Well, thank you again and again, enjoy your day and uh, from Home Inspection Services, have a great one and talk to you soon.